Coming up, Giannis dominated the Lakers and the Celtics handed the Nets yet another loss. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts with the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from the night in basketball. Giannis and the Bucks dominated LeBron and the Lakers last night in LA in the biggest game. The biggest game. Giannis Antetokounmpo dominated the battle of the last two NBA champions last night, and the Bucks beat down the Lakers on Tuesday. Giannis scored 44 points and added 14 rebounds, helping the Bucks score nearly 80 points by halftime. On a night, Milwaukee looked ready to win it all again. Locked on Bucks has the recap. What's up, everyone? Kane Pittman here from Locked on Bucks. Just minutes after Milwaukee blow apart a listless Los Angeles Lakers 131 to 116. This looks like a matchup of a team that's trying to contend for a championship against a team that is a bunch of individuals that look like uh, barely a playoff contender. There's no doubt about this. And Giannis, we spoke about this during the week on the podcast. He has consistently uh, brought huge performances against LeBron across the course of his career. We know that he likes uh, to have these individual matchups against the best players in the game. Uh, tonight will go down as one of the best, if not the best. 44 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists, a steal, 2 blocks, 17 of 20 from the field. He, he was dominant, and to be quite honest, he was toying with the Lakers. I mean, this is a guy that's just entering his prime. He's not only physically dominant, but he understands how to manipulate guys to get where they want and how he can get his shots and how he can set up other guys on the floor. It was just a spectacular Giannis performance tonight and the Bucks improved 3-0 on this West Coast road trip. Uh, they got Phoenix coming up. This was an important one to get. They've been banking one wins heading into the All-Star break. Uh, that's huge for this team. So they are starting to find a rhythm ahead of this game with Phoenix. This was a fun one if you're a fan of the Bucks and a fan of Giannis. They blow out the Lakers. That's always nice. The Los Angeles Lakers haven't won twice in a row in over a month, and L.A. got a rude reminder of just how far it is from truly contending in the blowout loss to Milwaukee. Our Locked On Lakers host tells you what went wrong and what could be next for Los Angeles. Zanny Kamenetsky co-hosts the Locked On Lakers podcast, and the Lakers lose 131-116 to the Bucks in L.A. 78 points the Lakers gave up in the first half to Milwaukee. They actually scored 56 themselves and managed to be down by 22. Going into halftime, Giannis was an absolute monster. 44 points, 17 to 20 from the field, 14 rebounds, eight assists, two blocks, and zero turnovers. The Bucks shot 54% from the field, 42% from behind the arc, and that was with a fourth quarter that they were pretty sluggish in, and the Lakers made a spirited, if doomed, Attempt at a comeback. LeBron, 27 points. Anthony Davis, 22. Malik Monk, 20. But again, the defense was a real problem, particularly because the Lakers kept turning the ball over. 16 turnovers for 25 Milwaukee points, part of an absolute barrage of destroying the Lakers in the paint. A lot more to get into, so make sure that you are subscribing to the Locked on Lakers YouTube channel and that you are making Locked on Lakers your first listen wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Orlando Magic beat the Trailblazers last night in Portland, and while the few wins this season have come on near-perfect performances for Orlando, our Locked On Magic host says it was most impressed with how Orlando made up for its mistakes to win anyway on Tuesday. This is Philip Rossenreich, the host of Locked On Magic, as the Orlando Magic get a big win to start their West Coast road trip against the Portland Trailblazers. The Orlando Magic, obviously a young team, still learning how to win, still learning how to close out games. And to me, what was most impressive about this 113-95 victory over the Blazers is the Magic were able to overcome some of their own shortcomings throughout the course of the game to win. They gave up a ton of offensive rebounds. They turned the ball over a lot, and that kept Portland in the game after Orlando took an 18-point lead in the first half. But the Magic kept overcoming it. They kept finding ways to score. They kept finding ways to get back in the game. And ultimately, Orlando put one final big run to close the game out late in the fourth quarter after Portland got it back down into single digits, hit a bunch of key threes, made a bunch of big plays, played some great defense, especially Wendell Carter, locking down Yusuf Nurkic late in the game. Look, just no getting around this. The Portland Trailblazers were playing extremely undermanned. They made the trades. They didn't have a full roster. They were very, very limited in what they can do. A, a, a relatively healthy Orlando team was able to take advantage of that and get a win. And when you're this desperate for wins, you'll take them anywhere we can, you can get them. You're not celebrating like this is a, a, a world-beating win or anything like that. But the Magic did pick up some valuable lessons along the way. The road trip will continue on Friday in Salt Lake City. We'll wait and see what happens Thursday at the NBA trade deadline. We'll have plenty more coming up on Locked on Magic. The Atlanta Hawks scored more than 70 points in the first half against the Pacers and cruised to an easy win in Atlanta last night. Our Locked On Hawks host goes down that stat sheet on another impressive scoring night. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Rowland, and the Atlanta Hawks on this Tuesday evening held serve and took care of business against the Indiana Pacers, winning by a very lopsided margin. The Hawks looked by as many as 35 points along the way. It was comfortable the entire second half of this game because the first half, the Hawks had their best offensive half of the season by the numbers, 76 points before halftime and a season-high 22 assists in the first half. Trey Young was brilliant. John Collins was very, very good in this game, and the Hawks were balanced. They were effective. Yes, Indiana was shorthanded, and that is definitely worth pointing out here. The Patriots only had eight guys available, and most of those guys were not their normal starters, rotation guys, but the Hawks did play well, and really what it came down to was the Hawks showing up, being professional, and winning a game that they were supposed to win and doing so convincingly. And that's what happened in this spot for Atlanta in their final game before the deadline on Thursday. The Hawks will return to the floor on Friday night against the Spurs at home. But in between that, an active deadline, I'm sure. I'm not sure if the Hawks will do anything between now and then, but they certainly could. And lots of discussions and rumors, I'm sure, will be happening between now and then. We'll have a full breakdown of this game, the deadline, and much more on the Locked on the Hawks podcast. Coming up, the Brooklyn Nets continue to fall apart as the Celtics keep heating up. This is Locked On Now NBA. Normally, this is the time of year that I've given up on all of my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you ever tried the Puffs? If you haven't, then you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in one 100% real chocolate. In fact, all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and they're low calorie and high in protein. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and of course, 17 grams of protein. Compare that to any candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, 
and dozens of net carbs. They have so many flavors as well. You got to check them all out. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. And for this month, new white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all so delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it and it will be delicious and it will be good for you. Of course, you can go to builtbar.com and check out all of the flavors. Right now, there is an offer code for you. Again, that's built.com using promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Again, built.com using promo code LOCKED15. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thanks for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. Let's head to Brooklyn as we continue to recap everything from around the NBA on Tuesday. Let's go around the league. As we inch closer to the trade deadline, the Brooklyn Nets have plenty to think about, and you can add a nine-game losing streak to that list after the Nets got demolished by the Celtics on Tuesday. Our Locked On Celtics host reviews what was yet another big win for Boston in taking advantage of the dysfunctional Nets. Hey there, John Corrales here from the Locked On Celtics podcast after the Boston Celtics blow out the Brooklyn Nets. 126 to 91, they came out with a relentless attack on a 28 to 2 run to start the game. And really, Brooklyn never quite recovered all the way. They made a run later in that first quarter. They made another run in the second quarter. But then the Celtics laid the hammer down and it was just cruising from there. Uh, the Celtics got 22 apiece from Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown who uh, Marcus Smart was shooting great, 6 of 13 from 3. We haven't seen Marcus Smart shooting that that many threes for a while. He's been focusing so much on his passing. But in this game, he just had it working from beyond the arc, hitting half of his three-pointers. Jason Tatum, 19 points. Uh, Jalen Brown had nine assists. But both Tatum and Brown really turned this game around uh, with their passing. And I think Tatum won't get the credit for as many assists but he was passing incredibly well out of double teams. Uh, a big storyline there for the Celtics. They moved the ball well. They defended great. And aside from those lapses where they kind of relaxed and Brooklyn took advantage, when the Celtics had it going, especially with their starters, they were dominant. And they should have been dominant against a team in the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets that really was missing, what, four of their, their starters? Uh, a, a, a team that was putting out basically a G league squad. So the Celtics did what they had to do. The good thing for the Celtics is they have been doing these things, what they're supposed to do. And that hasn't been the case all season long. Now they're on a six game winning streak. They've now moved into a virtual tie for sixth place in the East, which was unfathomable for a while there. When you look at what the Celtics have done now, things have gotten back to normal and they move on to play the Denver nuggets and Atlanta Hawks. Real tests coming in against the Celtics. What can they do against those teams? I'll talk about it on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So make sure you're subscribed and watch the show on YouTube. The Grizzlies offense has been on fire as of late, and Memphis proved it by doing something that the franchise has never done before while beating the Clippers. Lockdown Grizzlies tells you more on the string of high-scoring games for Memphis. The Memphis Grizzlies are on a roll when it comes to offense in the month of February. Sean Coleman here with the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. While many teams, including some conference and division rivals, are making big moves off the court, the Grizzlies continue to be the most much-watched show, the most 
must-watch show in the NBA on the court. Their second straight game and the first time in franchise history, the Grizzlies have scored 135 points in each in consecutive games. The Grizzlies blow out the Los Angeles Clippers 135-109, to a complete offensive show. The Grizzlies 75 points, 78 points in the paint, 135 points scored, less than 10 threes. Just absolutely dominant. I know that I've talked about plenty. The Grizzlies need to improve their three-point shooting for the playoffs, but for right now, if they can keep on winning by dominating in the paint, just win, baby, win. But the other big takeaway from this game is that Jaw Morant with 30 points, Jaron Jackson Jr. with 26. Yes, Jaw has 30-plus points in nine of his past 10 games, but even more importantly, Jaw and Jaron have combined for 20 each in six of the last 10 games. The overall consistency of those two being a go-to pair for 40 to 50 points per game with Desmond Bain throwing in 15 to 20 or more points himself, that is a huge boost for this Grizzlies offense that really is hoping to continue to take off. And once Dylan Brooks gets back, it could be supplanted by what could be a top 10 defense. Jaw and Jaron are really starting to gel as one of the best young offensive combinations of players in the league. And that could be a big reason why the Grizzlies could see this special season really come to fruition in time. That and much more on the post-game edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. Fresh off their trade for C.J. McCollum, the New Orleans Pelicans won on the court as well last night for their fourth in a row. McCollum wasn't on the court yet, but Locked On Pelicans tells you about everyone who was out there bringing home another win for New Orleans. That's a four-game winning streak for New Orleans as they look to solidify their spot in the play-in tournament. I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast and Locked On NBA. A 110-97 win over the Houston Rockets has the New Orleans Pelicans on a four-game winning streak. Without Josh Hart after the trade earlier in the day, New Orleans took control of this one at the end of the first and just never looked back. After winning Western Conference Player of the Week, Brandon Ingram was in total control all night long, finishing with 26 points on 11 for 17 shooting. Jackson Hayes continued to impress at the power forward position. An undrafted rookie, Jose Alvarado, on a two-way deal, chipped in 12 points off the bench. But the big number for this one is 25%. That's what the Pelicans shot from three in this game. It's an issue that's plagued them all season long, but now they have C.J. McCollum coming in. He's as good as a, of a shooter as you can find out there on the market, and with him on the court, New Orleans hopes he's going to solidify the offense and give them that deep shooting threat that they need to be able to get into the postseason. So for more on the C.J. McCollum trade and all things New Orleans, be sure to check out the Locked On Pelicans podcast. And that's all for Locked On Now NBA. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, make sure your second listens are Locked On NBA and your team's local Locked On podcast. I'm Daniela Bruce, and this has been Locked On Now.